You are listening to Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, with your host, Christina Zellin. In this episode of Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, I will be discussing why I think Marvel is better than DC. And I'll talk about what both franchises do well and some things that they don't. Marvel movies are just better overall than DC movies for multiple reasons. You have the acting, the plot, the action sequences, the CGI. You get the point. Marvel has just found the perfect formula for success and DC just hasn't found it yet. And I don't know if they ever will. They have a way of leaving the audience wanting more and having them count down the days until their next project drops. For example, we are only one week out from Eternals, a month away from Hawkeye, and two months away from Spider-Man No Way Home. And I couldn't be more excited for him. When I finish a DC film, I don't feel that wow factor that I feel after watching a Marvel movie. Like, I'm not going home and looking up YouTube videos analyzing the post credit scene. I just don't really care that much. The first problem with it is the acting. The acting in DC movies lacks emotion. It feels like no one really cares. They're like, oh no, it's the end of the world. Let's go find the bad guy and stop them. And that feels like it's the plot of every single movie. There's never any change. And I feel like I'm watching the same thing every time, but just with a different main character. And that's the good thing about Marvel. Each movie does have its quote, big bad, but there are other issues in the movie that they need to resolve as well. Take Civil War, for example. They have to figure out what they're going to do with the Sokovia Accords. You have half of them wanting to sign it, half of them they don't. They're fighting over it. That's the airport scene. But behind the scenes, who orchestrated half of their issue was Zemo. So you have Cap trying to find Zemo and trying to take him down for the bombing of the for the bombing in Vienna. And then you have Tony who won't even acknowledge that. And it's just focused on bringing Steve and Bucky in for their quote unquote crimes because they didn't sign the accords. There's multiple issues, but the main issue is Zemo. So they have to try and solve their fighting over the accords. And they also have to try and find and stop Zemo. There are also different moods that are within the movie too. And they're established early on. For example, when we first saw Thor and Logi in Infinity War, they could barely stand. Well, at least Thor couldn't. There were dead bodies everywhere. Everything was on fire. You just have five aliens just kind of standing there over all the bodies. And they're claiming now that you're children of Thanos. Because you're now dead. And you were killed by the hands of him. That set the tone early on, that this movie was going to be sad and destruction and have death everywhere. Now on a different note, if you look at Ant-Man and the Wasp, you have a fun and silly opening scene with Scott and Cassie going throughout the house with this big like adventure thing with ants and they're all having fun and whatnot and they go through the slide and you have Luis there and it's really funny. Which, that set the tone that was going to be a fun, lighthearted movie. Which is really why I like to rewatch that movie. It never fails to make me laugh. The mood changes based on what kind of movie it's going to be. Sad or serious, like Infinity War? 
or relaxed and funny like Ant-Man and the Wasp. And we just don't get that with DC movies. It's always so serious from the start, and there really aren't any funny moments throughout the movie. I don't really remember any particular scene in any of the movies that like had me laughing, other than me laughing at the movie itself. Now on to the acting. The actors themselves are fine. I have no problem with the actors. I have a problem with the actual acting. It just doesn't look like they care. They are just saying their lines, and that's the vibe that they're sending to the audience, which isn't a good message to send. The Marvel actors do such a great job of embodying their roles, sometimes I forget that they're actually acting. During really emotional scenes, like during Infinity War, when Vision and Wanda are saying goodbye, Vision is telling her that she has to destroy the stone to save the universe. That acting was phenomenal. Elizabeth Olsen did such a great job, and Paul Bettany too, of saying goodbye to your soulmate and you having to be the one to kill them. Like she just, she was phenomenal during that. And the fact that that scene was improvised by them, they literally told the two of them, you guys improvise this and come up with what you have and they came up with that, just blows my mind. It's crazy how good they are at their jobs, that they can just come up with scenes like that in the spot and act it out, and it just completely take my, takes my breath away of how good it was. I just don't feel that same emotion when I'm watching an emotional scene in DC. They really don't have too many rip-your-heart-out scenes. The only real scene that I could possibly think of was when in Wonder Woman, Steve and Diana were like saying goodbye and you see just the airplane exploding and Diana screaming. That's really the only thing I can think of, but the characters don't ever cry or do anything sort of like that. Like we don't see them like shaking or like their lips like quivering or them just like breaking down in tears. We don't see that. The only time that they really show emotions is just them just flat out screaming, which sometimes gets the job done, but other times crying can hit just as hard. It's not all the actor's fault. Some of it's due to bad writing, which brings me to my next point. The writing in DC movies is very questionable. Like, oh, the weapon that killed the bad guy magically was right here. Look at that. I feel like the characters don't have to really try to do anything to win the battle. Unlike the Avengers, like take take Endgame, for example. They had to do a whole time heist in order to even get the stones, having somebody have to put on the gauntlet, snap their fingers, and bring everybody back. And then after that, because of building a time machine for said tide heist, now they just invited Thanos from the past to come and try and fight them and bring the stones back. Like, they had to work for that. They had to work to get everybody back, and they had to work to defeat this huge army. I just don't feel like they really have to try in DC. Like, take Batman versus Superman, for example. There's already a kryptonite spear made and somebody just has to take the spear and stab the monster with it. It was already kind of there, they didn't really have to work to get it. Take Justice League for an example as well. In the beginning of the movie, 
there were three people willing to fight Steppenwolf. It was Batman, Wonder Woman, and The Flash. Bruce goes to try and convince Arthur to join, and Diana goes to try and convince Victor to join. They both say no at first. No, it's pretty much the end of the discussion. They were kind of talking about, well, we kind of really need you guys, and they didn't really seem to care. Then later in the movie, they're like, oh, we'll join for really no reason. They're contractually obligated to join. But it was like the team was just gifted these two new people. Then they bring Superman back because there's this lab that pretty much has everything they need to bring him back other than Superman's corpse in the mother box. Once they bring him back, he doesn't remember anything and he attacks the Justice League. And all it takes for him to somewhat get his memory back is to see Lois Lane. He remembers her. He does also remember Batman. That didn't trigger any good memories for him. But he remembers Lois Lane and not anything else. But then 20 minutes later, he has his full memory back, like nothing really happened. The memory loss in the MCU when dealing with people like Bucky makes sense. He had his mind wiped up the machine to reset his brain so he doesn't remember anything. There's a reason for it. It's because he was captured by Hydra and wanted to make this ultimate soldier who didn't really question anything. All he knew was to follow orders. And it has an explanation as to how and why it happened. Superman suddenly getting his memory back doesn't really have an explanation. It all goes back to the bad writing. Next is the action sequences. I feel like I'm watching a kid's play when I'm watching the action sequences in DC. They make it really obvious that it's a green screen, which I know it is, but they can at least try and hide it a little better. I'm not really given that same, whoa, that was really cool feeling during their action scenes on like Marvel. Endgame's final fight scene was absolutely beautiful. The CGI in it was fantastic and it was meaningful too. Seeing everyone back from the blip, all of the heroes from all their movies all coming together in one final huge fight was fantastic to watch. I got goosebumps in the theater watching it and I still do every time I watch that scene. I understand that DC hasn't made close to as many movies as Marvel has to have that huge buildup over 10 years to have that final fight, but Marvel could, st could still do it in 2012 with the first Avengers movie and only having three movies prior to it. And looking at it now, Justice League and Avengers are pretty much the same movies, and I'll tell you how. A threat is coming. You have one person who is ready to fight, and that person is trying to gather up other heroes to try and fight them. They all refuse to fight, but all come together and still do it anyway. They even have the same amount of heroes to come fight too. They all have six. One of the heroes turns on them, Hawkeye and Superman. <laughs> and then you have to fight that person until they get their memory back. The main villain has a huge army that all of the heroes have to fight. One or two characters have to make a sacrifice in order to win. Tony had to fly the nuke up into the wormhole, and Superman and Cyborg had to pull back the mother boxes so they didn't all collide. And they all have a cool posing scene with all the heroes in it. Man, Justice League sounds a lot like the Avengers. And don't even get me started on how similar Wonder Woman is to Captain America the First Avenger. 
A man named Steve sacrificing himself on a plane with bombs on it during World War One, and the girl he loves is really sad about it. But then some movies later, they reunite again. Hmm, how convenient. Did they have any original ideas over there? It kind of just seems like to me that they just keep copying Marvel. But who knows? So in conclusion, I think Marvel has better movies. The acting, the action sequences, the plot, the CGI, just all blows DCs out of the water. And I just think DC just needs to kind of hit a reset button and just start over, get some better management over there, have someone who knows what they're doing, take control of this, uh, the situation, and just fix it. It just all needs fixing. Anyways, that's going to be it for this episode. Hope you all enjoy, and I'll see you next time.